And welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Here we are in the performance zone with David Ma David Martin. My guest, as always, is uh, or as of late, has been Pat Gross. We are coming up. This is week nine or session yes, nine we've done or something like that. Yes. Unbelievable. It seems like it's going by so fast. And we've covered a lot of different ground. And we've talked about how to clarify what you want, how to focus. We've talked about why you can't start building on the 10th floor. We've gone through a number of things. And today we're going to touch on a really interesting topic. And it's something that you should really take to heart. And that is to invest in yourself. Because as you go through this, if you're an entrepreneur or a business owner, we've talked about the difference between those two. If you're an entrepreneur, a business owner, or even an executive or somebody who is taking charge of a group of people, a team leader, something along that, you've got to constantly improve. And now more than ever in this day and age, I personally believe it is more important than any other time in history for us to stay sharp on our skills because things are changing. And if we can't stay on top of the game, we're going to fall behind and it can happen very quickly. So Pat, what are your thoughts? I mean, you've been around this game for quite a while as an entrepreneur or an entrepreneuress. I don't know. Is that a word? Should we, is that, is that the type of thing? Is that, is that what we should say? Entrepreneur. Yeah. <laughs> no. we, we can say whatever we want, make up words. <laughs> Apparently to today's world, you can start making up words or change words or change the meaning of them. But I mean, you've gone through this and you, you've certainly as evidenced by the conversations we've had, you've certainly uh, invested in yourself. What do you see as some of the more important things about and, you know, when we say invest in yourself, what does that mean to you? Well, I actually sat down and thought about this, David, because, I mean, we, we will talk about, you know, investing in education and whatever. But actually, what came at the top of my list? You know, sometimes you just sit down and just that's even that's investing in yourself, actually spending some time to actually be calm. <laughs> That's investing in yourself uh, and sort of like, you know, put it out there. And then so I was thinking about it. And the first thing that came actually is you got, and we've mentioned this so many times is you need to have a vision. Because if you've got a vision, then you know what to invest in. True. <laughs> well, and I've said this too. I've talked to people. It's like they think they know what they want. And then it's, you know, a couple of questions and they're, they're like, wait, what do you mean values? What do you mean vision, objectives, goals? What are the differences? Isn't it all the same thing? No, you have, to, you have to structure it in such a way. Actually, that's a really interesting thing. Invest in time, in, invest the time to craft a vision for your life. That's a really yeah. good point. Yeah. I mean, because my assumption was yeah. that's already done. So now we know what to go through, but. No, it isn't. It's amazing. Yeah, it's amazing how many people out there especially if they are starting a business or, or whatever they're doing, they just don't have the vision. I mean, it's the vision for the business, but it's the vision for themselves. It's the vision about, you know, how do we need to get there? But what do you want to do? What do you want to do with your life? Where do you want to be? What is it you want to achieve? Well, you then you invest. Point. Yeah, well, that's the point too. You just said with your life. So it's not just, and that's another thing that people leave out of the vision. And, and this is where, you know, I have, I like to emphasize the, 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 the goal part, you know, goals are things that make up the vision, right? So what do you, when you said that, what do you, you know, what do you want to do with your life? It's like, yeah, well, there's, there's a work aspect. There's a profit. There's a, there's an income aspect. There's a financial aspect, but there's also a personal, personal aspect. Do you want to be athletic or fit or active physically? Do you want to be a bookworm? Do you want to go on archeological digs? Do you want to donate to your church? Do you want to spend time with the, with the grandbabies? I just talked to a friend of mine 
right before getting on this call that I hadn't, I haven't spoken to him in a few years, but he, he, we go back 40, you know, to the first years out of high school is when we met. And he mentioned another one of our friends who's got seven grandkids now. And that's, you know, that's his world. He, you know, that's where Teddy wants to be is, is he loves the grandkids. That's just something that, you know, um, and he wants to spend a lot of time. So is that something you want to do as you go on? Because there's got to be a, some motive, right? I mean, yeah. and, and as you and then, said, then you can figure out what to invest in. Yeah. And then you ask the question, what do I need to learn to be able to be the best that I can at yeah. whatever you're going to be doing? And at what level? <laughs> yes. Right. How do I how do I create the circumstances that allow me to live that life? And you know, and when we talk about investing, too, I mean, it could be communication skills. It could be maybe if you don't know how to set a goal, the first thing or a vision, the first thing you do is find something to help you write a create a vision. Um, it could be a book. It could be an audio series. It could be a seminar. It could be um, uh, mentoring sessions or coaching. It could be anything you can. There's so many. For, and here's the beautiful thing, guys, when you're out there and you're looking at. In, in this day and age, with the technology, with the world and the situation it's in, I'm not talking about the, the stressful situations, but there's no reason for anyone to say, I just didn't know. I just didn't know how. You know, yep. we were, Pat and I were chatting before we, we came online here about, you know, we'll just look it up, right? And we were talking about, um, she's from Yorkshire. So we were talking about, and my daughter's not far from there. And so we talk a lot about that. I'm learning, educating myself on, on, um, learning about the, the region. And it was like, well, just look it up, just Google it. And that was one of the things about some Yorkshire pudding and mushy peas. Right. And, and that seems like a simple example, but it's that easy. It's really that easy, right? You can find stuff out in, in a heartbeat. So to say you don't know, and there's so many different levels of like when people want to start a business, I can't tell you, and I'm sure Pat, you'll agree with this, the mistakes that people make when starting a business. And they just say, well, they have an idea in their head that this is how it must be. And they think that that's the right way without doing any further investigation when they could like, for example, get your strategic planning kit or something along that and just follow the steps. It's a template for how to start a business. And so there's again for you to say as you go out there and you look if you have questions you know this is a great example you can watch all these different videos maybe you're just tuning in and this is the first one you saw you go what are you talking about can't start building on the 10th floor well go back it's probably a couple audios or videos up on the on this you might be listening to this or might be watching it but the cool thing is you can go back and find it find the answers to your questions you can find out the answer to virtually any question just mm -hmm. just ask right and look just just imagine this and it, it just came to me like for instance next time you're going over to yorkshire for example i mean you're already investing you're already asking the questions you're already doing the research you're already wanting to know you know taking the flavor what your vision there is really soaking up and feeling what the culture like. i want to i want to know the people yeah. right that's the, the most fun for me <laughs> but by learning all of that what state does it put you in? It puts you in a happy state, right? True. So I'm well, saying investing. for the most part, I mean, yeah, it's pretty much a gut-busting right. funny state because, yeah, it's, it's <laughs> we won't get into some of the other things. It's a G-rated <laughs> show. But, it's, uh... but yeah, uh, um, yeah, so the, <laughs> 
yeah, well, it, it does exist. Anyway, uh, um, so yes, uh, um, you, you're, you're sort of in that happy state you, because you've, you, it's like a reward, you're investing in knowledge, you're rewarding yourself because you are, you know, you, you are learning more, you are able to do that little bit more. And that comes in that with the gratitude. Now I've got, I've got friends who for years kept saying to me, oh, you've got to do a gratitude, get up every day, seven o'clock in the morning and do some sound of gratitude exercise. And I sort of went, nah, <laughs> nah. Um, anyway, I did invest in myself. I did do some personal development uh, with a, through a mutual acquaintance. Uh, and then what I what I found was I actually found my own formula, and it was and, I, and my own reason. Sometimes you need a reason to invest as well. I couldn't see the reason of just doing all this gratitude, grateful for stuff. I'm going. Life isn't just about being grateful. <laughs> So that was that was my thinking. But when I when they talk about you know when you, when you actually add to the mix things like what inspires you, the energy changes. Do you know what I mean? Right, right. Um, you know what inspires you? Um, excuse me. What uh, <laughs> interruptions? Uh, sort of things like um, um, I've got a whole list of diff different different wording, different sort of what motivates you. Where, you know. Um, all those kind of different words, you know, what are you happiest about? Those words to me are uplifting words. Right. And then uh, grateful is there, but it's not the same, same energy. I see what you mean. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's so, so I, so I've created my own formula investing. And I do that. I, I take time out every week just to go through all, and, and, and as part of the exercise, um, I do actually look, review my vaults, my, my, what I call my vault, my, all my resources, inwards, outwards, and all the rest of it as part of the, towards the end of exercise. So that's part of that investment as well. You know, how am I investing my time, energy, and the results? But what I'm trying to say is that part of that investing in me is investing in me doing my own review on a weekly basis, but it's not a negative. And I'm not right. saying grateful is negative. I'm just saying the energy is different. No, so. it's, a, it's a little more. It's a little more calm. It's a little more subdued energy, <laughs> right? And 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 part of that. I mean, in in essence, it's kind of like there's a component of that. And th this is this is kind of what I'm what I'm as I, as you're speaking is coming to me is that there's a component, and I'm a big proponent of this particular component, and that's being selfish. And we talked about this being selfish from abundance, right? Be <laughs> selfish when we talk about investing in yourself. Like I've got. Um, I, I like to read. I'm still old fashioned. I like to do the actual books. Right. And I've got a whole section of books over here and I've got my um, my 17 Napoleon Hill, that big one that we talked about. It's still I haven't put it away where I'd lose it again. It's still right here by, you know, by, by the desk. But and that's picking up the books by yourself, Be, being a little bit selfish and, and not selfish from like, you know, mine, mine, mine. It's all about me. But look, sometimes you could pick up a book for 10 bucks. And read that book. And it's okay to order something for yourself. It's okay to take that time. And you mentioned this. This, this is, I'm a big fan of this. Being still in the morning. I get up before anybody else in the house, before the dog. And the dog knows, don't bother me before this time in the morning, right? <laughs> to go out or anything. And I will just sit and be still. And breathe and relax and let the, you know, sometimes I might even fall back asleep, 
but I like to just be still and I'll do that for myself. Right. And I invest, I invest in my fitness. You know, I, I work out, I am like clockwork every day, five to six days a week. I am training my body. I'm working out and that does a number of things for me, but that's an investment in myself because if I'm not fit and healthy and being the best I can be, then I'm not setting a good example. Well, and you're right about the investing in yourself in terms, of, well, I'm not saying you were ever wrong, but I mean, in terms of uh, with the health, um, because I mean, I fell into that trap, uh, um, especially over the last couple of years where, um, you know, with, with the pandemic, um, working from home, not going out, seeing clients, uh, uh, became very sedentary. And that had a very negative impact on my health. So um, in, in terms of that, looking back, you know, you really building. And I, again, I've got, I can just imagine this friend of mine, a close friend, and she was always nag on at me. I should be doing, you know, so much exercise a day. And she was right, of course. Um, but you get so, you get so uh, into, you know, trying to make things work, you know, in the business that you forget about yourself. Yeah. And, that's, and then you pay the price. Well, we were talking about, and that's, that's the whole aspect of there's that component of why we're doing what we're doing, right? If we're doing, you know, a lot of this has been based on business and, and work and uh, whether you're working for yourself or um, as an entrepreneur, or you're working in a corporate, but you're head of a team and you're kind of considering yourself self-employed, but in, in the corporate structure, you still have to be able to, you know, what's your why? This goes back to the vision Pat mentioned earlier. What is the reason, you know, one of the questions I ask, and I've got a guy starting with me next week. I'm real excited about this. And, or no, this week. I'm losing track of time. <clears throat> um, we're starting this week. And, and we had met and talked last fall. And now, now he's finally ready to get started. And one of it is what do you want? And this is where it gets in fun when people say they know what they want, but then I ask them, okay, why is that important to you? And so often they can't tell me why it's really important to them. And when you have a vision and you understand, like, like for me, one of the things that I want to do is I want to spend time with my kids now that they're adult, you know, or 16 and older, it's a whole different relationship than when they're four right. When they're totally dependent on you. Right. I want to travel with them. I want to go, I want to, I want to go to Newcastle and see Gabby. I want to, Hey, let's go to Leeds and go, let's go to Ellen road. That's one of the things I want to do. And, and, you know, it's get over there. Let's go to Ellen road. I want to watch a game at Ellen road and, and watch that club. Uh, we want to go to the theater of dreams. We want to go to Manchester. We want to go to Portugal. I want to go to Hadrian's wall. I want to, you know, I want to see all these things. And, and, and sometimes people say, well, what is all that stuff? That's what I want to do. I don't, you don't have to want to do what I want to do, but maybe I have certain friends. They love to go on, like these junkets to, I don't want to say, I guess it's not a junket, but they go on a trip to Central America and they will take old eyeglasses and they will just get everybody, they, you've got old eyeglasses you don't use, great, give them to me. And they'll take them and they go down there and they will fit people up that don't have the resources. They will match them with the eyeglasses. So now people that couldn't see can now see, or they'll do, um, sometimes it's surgery, sometimes it's dental work, sometimes they'll build houses. They, they love to do that. And that's, you know, but that requires resources. So they have to have this way of generating the, the circumstances that allow them to go do that. And that's what we're talking about here. You can, in the world, especially in this world, if you, if number one, you can't say you don't know that that's just, that just means you didn't look. It's kind of like when we were talking about, no one ever asked us, 
Well, it's like if, if we're not asking the young people, so shame on my generation for thinking that the millennials are all kind of weenie, spoiled little brats when, hey, I never really asked. So shame on me for that. I stand corrected. And now I will ask the younger people what they want to do. But also shame on if you don't know, you just didn't ask the question. And again, with the with the the laptop, the Google or DuckDuckGo, whatever, if you know, if you don't want to use Google for whatever reason, use some search engine to ask a question and the answer, you will be provided with multiple answers and avenues or avenues to find that answer to that stuff. Yeah, I'm just going back to what you're saying about yeah, the, the phrase, you know, work to live, not live to work. I think that's something that we all forget from time to time. Uh, um, you're exchanging time for, or luckily you've, you've probably developed a model where you're not exchanging your time, but you're, uh, you know, you're um, so that you can actually enjoy. But how many times, I mean, if, especially look as, as a person in business, it's, I find it very difficult to take time off. Not that there's yeah. no reason to take time off. I find it difficult to take time off. <laughs> Part of that is we have that conditioning, right? And, and this is, I want to go back to that particular comment you said, because where that came from was, uh, I'd love to say that there's some great, you know, knowledge I wrote, I read it from this wise person or I created it, but where that particular aspect came from of, you know, work to live versus living to work is uh, a friend of mine in Mexico. And she worked for the largest cell phone provider. She was the national marketing manager for uh, Telcel, which is the largest um, cell phone company in Mexico. They've got like 75 or 80% of the customers use Telcel versus anything else. And she was having a thing with Apple because she's the merchandising manager. She had to deal with it when they were bringing the iPhone into Mexico. This was like 2006 or 2007, maybe 2008, that time frame. And so her thing was on Fridays, if she worked and she worked the, the really hardworking per young woman. And, you know, she would say, if I work until six or seven or eight o'clock on a Friday, when I'm done, I take the chip out of my iPhone or my fancy phone or whatever. And I put it in the simple phone that I can just text with. And I don't come back. I don't check email. I don't do anything because it's Saturday, Sunday. That's my time. Monday, I put the chip back in the work phone and I go back and she'd get all these messages and voicemails and different things. And we were, there was one particular weekend we were coming back into the city. We had gone out and, and spent the weekend at her sister's place and we were coming back into the city and she's like, oh, you Americans, you know, and I was like, what, you know, what is it? She goes, look at all these voicemails. They send me voicemails. They send me emails. Hey, I sent you an email. It's, it's, it's been, it's been four hours. You haven't answered me. And she said, and she tells them. I don't work on the weekends. And then she looked at me and she said, you Americans live to work here in Mexico. We work so we can live. Yeah. And I will never that really, <laughs> you know, and, and you got to understand for people that don't understand Mexico city, it's one of the largest, if not the largest city in the world, 28 plus million people, you know, you'll have five to six, seven lanes going one direction and, and then they come to a roundabout, right? You got five lanes going into a roundabout. It's insane. They make it work. But, you know, the whole point being these people work their tails off and they love, they have a great life. I don't think they have, I mean, I see kids over here stressing and they're having heart problems and they're having emotional problems, stressing because of the pressure put on 
to work. This is supposed to be fun. Pat and I were giggling so much right before this all this one started today. It was absolutely hysterical. And again, she made the point earlier, when you have this kind of energy, you know, when you have that energy of, of whether it's a giggle or a laugh, and, and it's a little bit more than gratitude, as she was re referring to earlier, it takes you into a different place when you're creating the goal or the vision or the objective or the, the desired outcome, whatever you want to call it. When you have that energy, it's a much different experience. And you're much able to develop a clarity, a specificity that's going to attract things to you. And yeah, I, I don't want to get into a law of attraction because you can't just sit there and think about it and say, I want a million dollar business. I want a million dollar business. It's not like that. But when you create stuff and the vibe goes up and you have that kind of energy, you see it too. Whatever, if you're out and about, right, you see people laughing and having a good old time and talking about, you know, ah, mushy peas. I will laugh every time from now on I ever hear the term mushy peas. I'm going to crack up. <laughs> right. And it makes these these kids over like I call them kids or their 20s and early 30s. The, the, this crew over there for Gobby's Club, because most of them are from Yorkshire. And then you have a couple of the guys which make that's a whole different thing when you have the Newcastle versus the Geordies versus the Yorkie, uh, the tight tight. No, are you guys tykes? Tykes. Yeah, tykes. Right, yes. and, and that's fun. <laughs> and then they laugh at me because I'm an American and I know the difference. Right. <laughs> you know, maybe not intimately, <laughs> but the fact that I can observe the difference. Well, you guys. And there's this whole thing with the clubs trying to stay, you know, stay out of relegation now. And they're going back and forth at each other. But it's absolutely it, it's so fun. And and it, it's it's you know, it, it just creates a whole new vibe. Right. And and they just love it. They crack up that I even, you know. Can I go back to what you were saying about the, um, you know, the, um, <laughs> yeah, no, it's like the vibe and, and what you're saying and the books. Um, I've got it. I think we, we've both, one of the things I invest, you, you, you invest in physical books, and which is great. And I can see the need for continued continue need for bookshops. We had that discussion the other day, didn't we, David? Basically saying that, you know, it's a tactile, so that yep. online books are great, but people want the experience of reading a book and the experience of where they read a book. But let's put that aside. And one of my greatest assets is Mr. Kindle. For a little, I've got a Kindle on a white, a Kindle white on a, in a purple cover, uh, and that cover has been beaten to death, and <laughs> it's really, really worn. But uh, I'm not going to change it because that's me. Uh, but it says here that you know, looking at it, thinking about all those books, all that education, investing in the education. It's the self-educate. There's a like the marketing and all those stuff you need to know about your business and things like that. And there's a couple of books in that space, which really made a difference to me. Um, one was the Robert Collier letter book written in the 1920s. And there's something in there, which I'm not going to go into detail. You have to read it, invest in it, read it. And if you find what I found, it'll change the way that you approach marketing forever. That's all I'm going to say. So there's gems out there. Uh, the other one which completely changed for me was Influence, Psychology of Persuasion by Robert Cialdini. Right. Which That's is an what the, book. Yeah, the internet users, you, you know, the marketers, I can see straight away, you know, how all the techniques that are being used there. Uh, <laughs> so, you know, I'm saying to people, you, you do invest. And there's a, there is a few more books I can think of. We can't think of the titles, but I can think of the content that have sort of helped me to build, to become tacit. The knowledge becomes tacit. When the knowledge becomes tacit in you, you just know. Right. <laughs> it, it, but your it's... knowledge has got to get there in the first place. 
but the but the one uh, the one author and whether you, you believe whatever or not that's really really said had uh, a good influence on me is of course Napoleon Hill. Now I'm not talking about Think and Grow Rich. Uh, you just pointed out just earlier about the you know the 17 or 15 laws depends which book it is is the 15 or the 17 laws of success. Yeah, it's a big one. <laughs> it's it's a big one, folks. But it's well worth it. I mean this. This is the, I, I don't want to say it's the Bible, but it's a much more in-depth look. It's, yes. it goes much deeper than Think and Grow Rich. Yeah, it took me, I actually read that on Kindle. I had no idea about the size, apart from it says how many pages out of how many pages at the bottom of the Kindle. <laughs> but uh -huh. I just read, I read it by stealth. It took me five months <laughs> to read it. But the amazing thing was, uh, and you, you, you alluded to it. As I was going through each chapter and it was going in more depth, things, it correlated with what was going on in my life. And it was, things were shifting in my life. <laughs> in the, I don't know, is it, was it to do with the content of what was in, you know, that I was reading and it was really going in and therefore it was changing my perspective? But, but it, it did. I mean, everything sort of changed. Now, if you can find a book that does that for you, I'm not saying this one because I said it's heavy reading, but, but if it's, you know, if you can find something, investing in something that really, really sort of opens up your direction, then that's an investment and a half. And it's, it's not thousands of dollars. You never pay thousands of dollars for a book, do you? It depends on the book. There's well, a couple out there's a couple, you know, no, no typically, that, well, no, you're absolutely right. That's the thing. You can get a, a lot of this stuff, especially if you're just getting started. And, and, you know, that's why when sometimes when people have asked me about coaching programs and, and that's, you know, one of the things that I do is I love to work with people and watch the growth, but there have been times where I've told people, you're not ready for this. Get a couple of, you know, you got to do the foundational work. You got to do some foundational work before you get to, if you want to jump in and do the deep belief change and some of the, you know, vision creation and learn some of the hypnotic techniques and the languaging and communication, but you got to start somewhere. And, and that's the, that's the thing is there's so much out there for you to start. Maybe you are ready for stuff like that. I mean, that you might be that person who's ready to just to jump into a program and accelerate, but it may start with it all for, for our recommendation, my recommendation, I think Pat's leading there too, is that there's a book, pick up, find a book. Pick, pick, like Jim Rohn used to say, right? Where, Jim, where do we start? He said, pick up a rock, throw a rock in the air. Wherever the rock lands, start there. You know, it's like, there's no, it doesn't have to be fancy. So go, go to Amazon, go to Barnes and Noble or whatever you guys have down there in, in, in Australia or up in the UK or wherever you're watching this from Canada, who knows? Yeah. Pick a book, <laughs> just go look and say, I have a book on communication, book on goal setting, book on kite flying. You know, goal setting for dummies, vision creation workshop. It could be anything. Audio, right? Maybe you like audio. Listen to somebody's audio. Mm -hmm. I mean, we've got, I've got free audio. Pat's got stuff. You know, there, there's, there are templates out there that can accelerate. That's why I like the term acceleration factor, which is one of my programs. It's about, you, you don't have to take the last 35 years or, or 36 years, whatever it might be that I've been studying a lot of this stuff. You can short, you still got to put in the work. That's one thing I want to, one caveat, you have to do the work. 
it's not going to, you know, that's one of the things, issues I have with the law of attraction people who just sit there and say, oh, I'm just going to wish it into my life. No, it's, you got to get your hands dirty. And if there's a weed, you got to pull the weed in your garden, you're going to lose the garden. But you can pick up a book, you got to read the book, read the Kindle, um, whatever it may be, the information's out there. Yep. You, it's and time you can- for you to, as much as you invest fuel in your car, which is quite an expense these days, right? As, as we're all seeing, um, it could be, you know, what, anything, invest in yourself. You've well, got like to, to put the effort in. Yeah. I like to go back to the old books. I mean, the, the books, the turn of the century books, you know, the Wattles, the, the Hills, the Colliers, um, all of those books. You really, really, even, you know, we talk about the secret today. All you can do is go back to read the secret of the ages, which was back, you know, 100 years ago by Robert Kelly Collier. So, I mean, and, and there's even before I love him, when you know. think it's, it's all new. Oh, this new it's stuff. It's all new. It's, it's not new. So, <laughs> I actually invested three years of my time when I'm, our business was sort of really in the pit uh, just before that and sort of like in the overlapping period. And I went and I was going back to marketing and, and, and learning all the new, you know, the new technologies, new marketing methods and all the rest of it. And at the same time, I wrote a book, my book, uh, The Intuitive Marketer. Uh, and uh, and and I was putting checklists in there as I was going along. And, and you know, the, what I learned from it all? Invested, invested in my time in learning all the up-to-date stuff, invested my time in actually recording my own story at the same time, I realized that I already knew it all. The, and sorry, but the tools that we use today, well, you know, the, this, this, the Twitters of this world, the Facebooks, all these things, they're just tools. Yep. So sometimes, you know, you, you can be panicked into thinking that you're behind the times. When in reality, see, and people say, oh, things that worked 30 years ago don't work now. Rubbish, actually. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a lack of understanding how you can apply today's tools to uh, an underpinning foundation. The fa- it's interesting you say that because one of my mentors years ago said, he said, the strategy remains the same. Yes. The tactics differ. And he used a military, he started, he told us a military story to begin with. He said, yeah, back in, you know, the strategy has always been the same, get the, gain the high ground, push the other guys off, do all this. He said, yeah, but back in the old days, they did it with bow and arrow. Now we do it with sharpshooters and and mortars and different stuff. And then now we do airplanes. And, but he, so he said, it's the same thing in business and success in your business and in your marketing. The strategy is to find the people who are likely to buy your product or service. The tactics of how we find them is what's different. Yes. And it's the, it's the same way. So yeah, don't, don't look, look for reasons why you can't succeed. And, and, uh, but, and I totally, you know, I, I can, I know people like that, that I'll look at uh, the guy that I spoke to earlier. We were talking about our friends, he calls himself a dinosaur. Now he's 60 years old. He just turned 60 years old, right? He's about to turn 60 years old. And I'm like, you're not a dinosaur, man. Just, <laughs> You know, You're if you not. don't want to use social yeah. media, that's great. I, 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 so in some cases, I support that because some people are. You know. Can I just can I just say something? You just reminded me. This is, this is something I said. Uh, my boss, when I used when I was in a, in a job, <laughs> when I was in a job, uh, my boss he used to say about him being a dinosaur because he was still around. You know, people retiring and all the rest of it. I said, no, you're not a dinosaur. You're a crocodile because you're still here. <laughs> 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 yeah there are it doesn't matter it's just 
Yeah. <laughs> I think it, it, <laughs> dinosaurs are extinct. And Crocodiles are still here. <laughs> But that's the that's the whole thing of like the the attitude of it's not going to work and it's you know you get beat down and it's it's kind of like um i, I go over this and, and it's interesting because one of the guys that i work with down in sydney um he said is i because I, I sent him i said give me some review of some of the audio that i've sent you right i like to test some audio out on him to see because he's an interesting he's an entrepreneur right and he gives me good he gives me good feedback but there's one in there it's kind of like and in the audio, what I talk about is how over, over time, it's almost like we have a bright light inside of us. And when, you know, when, when we're in our 20s, man, we're going we're gonna to take on the world, man. We're, we're, we're okay, let's go. We're teenagers, 20s, even into the early 30s. But you get, it's almost like in that bright light that's right in here. And then one layer of onion gets put on top and then another layer and then another layer. And then pretty soon, right? And I have, I have converse, this conversation with somebody the other day. Uh, on a regular basis, I have this, this conversation and it's about, you know, I'll, I, I just had a birthday and it's like, where'd the time go? Where did the last 30 years of my life go? And Jackson Brown has a great quote where he said, it all goes under sleep's dark and silent gate. You go to bed and you wake up next thing, you know, it's a new day. <laughs> it's, it's a new, it's a new decade. Right. And so the, the point being is like the, over the years, then another layer, then another layer, then another layer. Pretty soon you have 30 years, 35 years of layers covering that bright light and ambition and drive and dreams and all that stuff. And you can peel that away. You can peel that away. You can burn it away. You can do whatever. And But it starts with, you got to make the steps. Pat can't help you. I can't help you unless you get on the computer and type in the emails that we give you at the end and, and say, hey, what do you suggest? That might mean just a meeting with her, might just be a meeting with myself. It might just be us directing you to get a book. It might just be us directing you to set up a, a full-on strategy, strategy session. It might be looking at one of the programs, some free, some paid, whatever it may be. But there's the whole gamut of you. It's about you making a choice to say, I, in order for things to get better, I have to get better. Don't worry about, yes, there are political concerns. I, I get all that stuff and there's societal and, 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 and elemental, you know, economic concerns and all that stuff. But I still have a choice whether I want to let that affect me. I have to do the best within the circumstances. You know, over here, we're saying, oh, it was, now it's Biden. Then it, before it was Trump. And then before Trump, it was Obama. Before Obama, it was Bush. Before him, it was Clinton. It's always everybody pointing the finger at somebody else. That, that's never going to change. That's never going to change. Or what do they have? Boris over there in the UK, right? It's all Boris's fault. Everything's Boris's fault. Until Boris no, is gone, no, then we, it's going to... No, no, yeah. no. We, we've, got, we've got state premiers versus the um, prime minister, so... <laughs> right. You, you, right. It's all... Yeah, yeah. and some of these things... And, and again, I don't mean to make light. There are some, some things. Some of these people are really nuts. But at the same time, there's things that you can do on a daily basis. You can still read. You can, and before, you know, the books aren't banned yet, right? I mean, as people say, oh, they're going to ban it. Well, until they ban the books, if that's your concern, start reading the damn books. You better get as many books in as you can if that's your concern. Because it's a matter of, again, it, it, the book you don't read can't help. That's true. You know? If you don't know that, if you, oh, if I had just heard that one audio. I think what again, you need to, yeah. Ahead. 
And so what I think you need to do is to actually sit down and think, you know, what is the best way that I learn? Everybody learns different ways. You can be, you can go to a presentation, you know, you know uh, um, and you see these, I mean, in Australia, they're prolific. I'm sure they are over there and everywhere in the world. It's not difficult to get business, free business training. Just have a day, you know, these days, marketing seminars and stuff like that. And people are obviously selling their high right. high ticket uh, programs but you're still going to get some information out of them <laughs> i love what people always <laughs> but, say they're always trying to sell me something at those free seminars. yeah <laughs> yeah yeah. It's, it's, yeah it's a freeze that's why no such thing as a free read read cycle influence <laughs> read the book influence uh, um but <laughs> Uh, uh, you can, you know, you, you might be somebody who does pick up new things by actually listening, and, and that's why you're willing to invest in the pro in somebody else's program. It could be, you know, um, different ways you people learn by doing. So they could, you know, they could invest that their learning in going away and doing some kind of a treat, for example, and right. where it, where it's interactive. Where you actually, and, and the program set up in such a way, and this is a tip for business for businesses, to to um, you know design their programs in such a way that it is active, because people do learn by doing, men especially. Uh, um, then you've got the the readers, and and as I said, I've said earlier from my experience, that 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 message goes inside; it becomes tacit. Right. So obviously I've learned stuff and it's coming out and, you know, it's changed me. So, <laughs> you know, it just, it just think of the, the, the way that you, you learn best and then invest in that. And that's yeah. all you need to know. And then the other thing is pay yourself first. Oh, Put yes. yourself can't, first. Can't <laughs> I was having that conversation with our, with our friend Rich the other day about something. And he was like, yeah, I know, but it's like, and he still, he pays himself. <laughs> But he's he's the kind of guy that puts everybody else ahead of himself, and and it's like I'm trying. It's not that I want him to be greedy, but I'm saying it's it's okay for you to pay yourself first, you know, before you pay the guys. Um, yeah. <laughs> but no, the, the thing is, and and what Pat's getting to, and, and what I want to emphasize is that from this moment on, as you watch and listen, or listen, I don't know if you're watching a video, or if you're just listening. From this moment on, there are no excuses. The information is out there. If you want to, well, well, but I don't like to read. I like to listen. Well, then guess what? There's audiobooks. Most of the books out there that can help you or that can guide you, that can lead you, whether it's, you know, and we're talking predominantly about business settings and entrepreneurial settings, but most of those books are also available on, as audiobooks. Um, you know, you can find different audios that, that, that if they're not exactly the book, it parrots the book. So you can find audios out there. There's free audios. There's paid audios. Set aside, well, I don't have, I can't afford. Well, guess what? Take a couple of days off of Starbucks or your favorite coffee shop, right? Do whatever it is, find a way, make it so important that nothing else gets in the way. Because when something is important enough for you, you will find a way and you will, you yes. will get it. That's the key. When you are committed, not interested. I was telling Sophie the other day at breakfast, we had a wonderful breakfast on Sunday. And, you know, Andrea said that she, she said, you know what, I want a big, I want a good breakfast. I said, okay, great. She said, I want pancakes and eggs and bacon and hash browns. I said, you got it. And that's kind of like my, my thing in the house on Sunday. I make the big breakfast. I get up, I let them sleep. Okay. We're going to, I'm going to make the breakfast. And that's what my dad used to do, right? Mom took care of everything else the week during the week. Dad did Sunday breakfast. 
And we were talking about this, just like and Luna wants to chime in now. Hey, hey, come here, dog. Okay. And listen, ladies and gentlemen, is the state of how we do business these days. Come here. <laughs> it's just how we do, right? But that's the beautiful thing. You create the circumstances. I can be here with my, with my dog most of the day. Come on. Come on. Okay. Luna, now you're being spoiled. So... <laughs> So the, um, but I was telling her and I, I kind of made a joke about it because we had pancakes, eggs, um, hash browns and bacon. And I said, well, so the difference good. is, I said, the difference, what's, I said, what's the difference between the chicken and the, and the, the hog? And she said, I don't know. I said, the chicken is interested. The hogs committed. I said, the chicken, okay. you know, the chicken just gives an egg and that's interesting. But the hog, that's full commitment because, you know, he's, he's gone. And, that, and that's kind of like a, a just a, like a fun little play on it as far as you got to when you commit. You have a vision and you have a, a and then you start to create game plans and you're committed. Nothing gets in your way. Nothing. The books will show up and you'll take the time to read the book or listen to the audio or here's another one, not only read the book or listen to the audio, do the homework. Do the yes. homework. I have, and this is something so funny because I go through a lot of my own programs, a lot of the stuff that I teach, I'll go do it for myself. I've got a, a whole printed out, a whole big book here, a binder. I print it out. I have hole punches. I do the work and I put it in a binder where I can look at it. I've got the colored cards in there and all the different cards and all the different tabs on there. Because like I said, there, there is a workload involved, folks. And when you commit to that workload, because the, the years are going to go by whether you do it or not. I mean, I just hit 59. That cracks me up. I cannot believe my brother is 61. My older brother is 72, right? Mom was 95. And I look at these, these, and again, it was just like, where did the last, from the time that I was a, in, in high school, it's been 41 years. And what did I actually do over the, I did some really cool stuff over the last 41 years, but there's so much more that could have been done and where'd it go? So well, I've, got, I've, I've got to laugh because uh, um, I've got somebody going through my programs that we're about to launch. And you mentioned the strategic planning. I've got one on grant writing, uh, project management, and the other one, which is on um, how to negotiate anything, which is a business one, which I've been doing with a colleague who used to be one of these big speakers, get thousands in front of the stage, but decided one day that um, he thought to himself, well, when these people leave, do they actually do, you know, how much have they invested in their, what I've taught them? Uh, but anyway, I've, I've got this, this, this crew going through these um, these programs just to check them and format in and everything. Um, and um, it was interesting because one of them came back to me and said for the how to negotiate anything, he actually did the program. <laughs> if you do it, yeah, I mean, what, what Gary, I'm assuming it was Gary, it's the yes, post-workshop, it yeah, the post-workshop blues, right? That's what we used to call it. People, yeah. they go Saturday, Friday night, Saturday and Sunday, they sit there in the room and they're like, wow, this is great. And then Monday they go back to their office and they're like, what do I do now? And, and I know yeah. I've been there. I've, I used to be one of those guys, right? I would sit there and just, because the, the feel, but again, it's that feeling. How do we translate, take that feeling from the event? And now with technology, we can do that, 
right? So stay tuned for, I mean, so the, the big key right now is there are plenty of tools. There are plenty of opportunities for you to start your path. You can, it can be a book, it can be an audio, it can be a seminar, it could be a one-on-one. -on -one. You can reach out to Pat through pat at thecommunityentrepreneur.com. Pat, P-A-T, at thecommunityentrepreneur.com. You can reach her directly. You can also find her on LinkedIn, right? Pat Grossa. Patricia Gross. Patricia Gross, sorry. Yeah. Uh, G-R-O-S-S-E. Uh, you can reach out to me, David M, at CygnusNLP.com or just head over to the Acceleration Factor, get on the newsletter, reach out to me that way. Guys, there's there's so much, so much you can do. Don't let the little Thanks. stuff get in the way. Don't worry about, you know, again, we we today removed the I don't know is as an excuse. I didn't know. I didn't know. That's no longer an excuse. <laughs> We well, even introduced you to the term mushy peas today. All right. So you can go look that that start with that type in mushy peas and see that's how quickly you can find stuff out. Right. <laughs> the, yeah. Yeah. And, and you, you already started to mention, you know, this is that you've started on the path tour. Well, next time we're going to look at this is going to be an interesting one. The bridge you have to cross. And there you have it. So <laughs> from my partner down under. Formerly from up over, I guess that would be the thing. Oh, uh, yep. this is David and Pat. We're signing off right now. This and next week, I think last next week is going to be the final in this particular series. That doesn't mean series. we're going away. We you'll be able to access this series, and um, you know we're going to have some other stuff coming up, and then we'll go back to the regular Wednesday night performance zones. It's going to be awesome. But other than that, ladies and gentlemen, remember put everything you have into everything you do because the best is yet to come. We'll see you next time.